Welcome to episode 22 of Hair Biz Radio with your host, Zakira and Mikey. And today we have Larissa Vaughn hanging out with us. She is a hair and makeup artist for television. She's the owner of Stush Beauty Lounge in Sandy Springs here in Georgia. How are you doing today, Larissa? I'm blessed. I'm yes. blessed. Thank you guys so much for having me. No, I feel like I'm next coming. to a celebrity over here. Like, <laughs> y'all, got her the makeup look, is flawless. Okay. Everything. If I'm you're like, watching whoa. us in the hair business, you can see it. But if you're not and you're just listening to the podcast, she is slaying oh, the makeup you over here. If you're okay? on YouTube, make sure you're in that high res on YouTube to catch all this. All right. Please. <laughs> is that That's Ruby Woo? Yeah, good stuff. So um, let's just go ahead and dive right into mm-hmm. it. How long have you been in the hair industry? Um, well, I've been doing hair practically all my life. <laughs> like from childhood, it's something that I grew hair. up like always playing with my cousins and like my friends, like practicing on them. And it was a natural skill that I had. And I also like kind of taught myself as well. But as I you know, got older, went through high school, graduated from Penn State University. And after that, I was like, I still want to do hair. I always wanted to have a salon. So that was always like a big dream of mine. So after I graduated from school, I ended up going to makeup school and cosmetology school and got my license. So I guess all in all, maybe like eight years. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Where did you go to school? So I went to Arojo Cosmetology in New York City. So I went there and I learned, I, you know, went through the trenches. (laughs) It was a big sacrifice, but it was definitely worth it. I'm glad that I did do that. And for makeup, I went to the Makeup Forever Academy. I got into doing makeup as well, like when I was little. I actually had cancer when I was 11. Oh, wow. And I was hospitalized for like two months. And I had these crazy oxygen masks, like taped to my nose with surgical tape. And one of the nurses removed it in the wrong way and had this crazy scar on my face. And so by the time I got out the hospital, I had this black mark on my face. And I was like, oh, I don't want to go to school like that. So my mom, like we went to like CVS and like got all this drugstore makeup. And I just started like practicing on myself, like how to cover it up because I had to go back to school. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm not going back to school. Right. Crazy. <laughs> so I would spend hours in the mirror and just like trying to figure out how to blend and like make it look as natural as possible. And I finally figured it out. And I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Like, I just fell in love with makeup even more because I used to watch my mom get ready and my grandma. I was like, oh, I want to wear makeup. But I was too young. But it just from there, it was like therapeutic. And I always vowed that I wanted to use it as art therapy. When I was in college, I studied human development and family studies. And so I wanted to get my master's in art therapy, but I figured like makeup is an art therapy in itself. And so I always vowed to like help empower women through beauty because like I've sat with women who started crying and like they'd never felt so beautiful. Yeah. And it really does change your aura. It changes like how you feel about yourself when you look good. So I always want to impart that onto people. And I mean, of course, I love working on TV and stuff, but I also love working with, you know, just your everyday yeah, women. Yeah, I love that. It's aspect. that much better when you do it for the purpose. Just, yeah. just you yeah. know, instead of just the paycheck. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, so that's really good. Yeah. So let's talk about, you said, you know, most people would have gave up on life, you know, right. after, <laughs> after yeah, then, like you know, I, I don't know what to do, life yeah. is over. But instead, you found a way and you taught yourself, yeah, um, and you started doing makeup. So, aside from that obstacle, what were uh, some of the things that you went through in beauty school when you went to cosmetology school and makeup school? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people have different experiences, yeah. 
some people before they go, they want to hear about, you know, what was your experience like in beauty school? Okay. And I'm thinking about doing it for that person who's thinking about going to beauty school. What okay. was that experience like for well, you? Well, here's the process that I got to it because at first I was just self-taught and I was like doing things being self-taught, but I wasn't exposed to the level of the industry that I gotcha. could have been. Mm-hmm. So being self-taught, I was doing things like here. But once I went to school, I learned and got education about the industry in itself and working in different aspects of the industry. So when I was in school, I went to um, Make a Forever. There was different like modules. So we would learn like beauty and fashion stuff. We would learn like art and body. So I learned how to like do body painting. Oh, that's then cool. Then we would learn how to do spe- mm-hmm. special <laughs> effects. So I would learn how to do cuts and ball caps and like prosthetics and things like that. Oh, that's really neat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it gave you a full scope of the industry and basically, you know, figuring out what you want to do in your niche. And for me, I wanted to work in entertainment and television and also beauty and fashion. I liked body painting, but I didn't want to be a body painter. Yeah. (laughs) I love body painting. Yeah, but I didn't want to be a body painter. But it was cool. Special effects was fun too but I wasn't into like all the gory stuff like some of my classmates got a kick out of it like they were just (laughs) loving it it was just discipline like having discipline and being able to you know get up every day like you're not necessarily working in the meantime you're trying to like juggle working and going to school and so I had to go to school full-time like I think it was maybe seven months and you know you might want to give up meanwhile you're doing it but you just have to keep going because you have to just stay focused on the end goal so yeah, no, it's you know, it's interesting because so many people sometimes people feel like they've learned they taught themselves so much before going into yeah. beauty school and they feel like it's just kind of like a drag that they are already know how yeah, to do all yeah. this kind of stuff. So it's interesting that, you know, because we hear that a lot, actually. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's interesting to hear the other side where you felt like you didn't know enough. You yeah. went to beauty school and then you really did move up a couple yeah. levels, yeah, which yeah. has now obviously helped you with your career. Yeah, because, well, I also feel like it's the quality of schools that you go to. Yeah, definitely. Like, no offense to the other schools, yeah. but like, there's a difference between like an Arojo cosmetology. Nick Arojo is like one of the most renowned hair artists in the world, really. He opened up his own academy in New York. So it's a very exclusive school. And it's, I kind of manifested that because years ago, like I researched the school and I saw it and I was like, oh, I would love to go there one day. And one time I was like driving in New York, my friend picked me up from, I don't know, maybe the Greyhound or something. And we drove past it. I was like, oh, there goes the school I wanted to go Mm, to. And she was like, there's a sign. Yeah. (laughs) She was like, well, why don't you? And I thought to myself, well, why Why don't don't I? I? Yeah. And so I, inquired about it and I met with them. I ended up winning a scholarship actually to go. So I didn't really have to even pay That's out good. of pocket. Yeah. Like, so really having faith and stepping out and taking action towards your goals is really how you get to the next level and just being willing to sacrifice a little bit of your time. Yeah. I think it's important. So did you always want to be a salon owner? I know you always wanted to work in TV. You did? Yeah. Yeah. So what was that process like of, so you own Stush Beauty Lounge here in Sandy Springs. So Mm -hmm. what was the process of getting that salon? Like what were some of the hardships, you know, the excitement, the lows? Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I'm going to own my own hair salon. I want to own my own hair salon. They think it's just going to be like blink and, you know, I have my salon. Yeah. But what was that process like of? Well, it's, For me, it started in like 2014 Mm -hmm. with the idea of it. And I would always like scout places. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying to open up a salon for a long time. So I was looking in New York and every time I drove past like a commercial space, I would write down the number. Yeah. 
and like inquire about it, but it just never worked out. So I feel like divine timing is really definitely essential mm-hmm. with everything that you do, because when you try to do things outside of its time, it's not going to work out for you. Never. And there is like mm-hmm. things can run very smooth. Like with this process of opening up my salon, it was very smooth. And like I tell you, I'm a strong believer in God, yeah. so I'm bringing up. <laughs> so I feel like God truly finessed that for me because it was something that just it was a smooth like opening yeah so I already had like picked out my chairs from years ago like 2014 like I had was already inquiring with you know whoever was giving my chairs I was like put them on hold I don't have a space yet but put them on hold so I picked out everything and so when you're trying to build a vision you have to put the pieces together along the way like everything's not going to happen right away but you have to start somewhere so if you want to open up a salon start planning in advance for it everything else will fall into line I was just riding around again and I saw like another commercial space off of Roswell Road. But the first space I wanted, they said that it was like a conflict of interest because there was like a salon suite up top. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I was, they were like, yeah, you can't, you know, sorry, we can't do it. And I was like, I'm not going to give up. Yeah. And so as I was exiting that shopping center, there's a, another shopping center across the street. And so I saw another for lease sign in the window. I was like, let me ride over there. And so I took their number down, called them. They're like, oh, yeah, we have space, blah, blah, blah. And so they had a space up like in the front area, but there was a salon in the back that had been there for 14 years. And so I was initially looking at the space up front, but it was like too much money. I was like, oh, no, this is too much. And then the guy told me, he's like, yeah, the lady who owns the salon in the back, she's actually ready to retire. Wow. She's just over mm-hmm. it. So yeah. she's been there for 14 years. So that space is open if you want it. And so I had prayed and asked for a space that already had plumbing, all the plumbing that I needed, because a lot of people were trying to discourage me and saying, like, plumbing is expensive. Yeah. and. I'm sure it is and all that. So I was like, well, I don't want to deal with that. Like, let there be plumbing in there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And there was plumbing in there. So it all worked out. And I just started meeting people along the way to help me build out the vision. Like, I walked up. Like, I was on a job one time at um, Park Tavern with uh, this country singer, Bonnie. And I saw some guys working on the place. And I was like, hey, do you guys do outside jobs? Like, can I have your number? And he's like, yeah, but I won't be ready till January. And I didn't finish signing my lease till January. So by the time it all worked out, like, he was ready to work. And so I found somebody to build it out. And things just kind of aligned itself along the way. It seems like it was a seamless process. Yeah, it was. That's just like you said, divine timing. Yeah. That's what happens when Mm -hmm. it's in God's timing. Right away, I've noticed one thing about you. You have a lot of luck when you're just driving around. <laughs> like driving around beauty school, driving around, I'll find my space. Yeah, just, I know, just, right? Just keep driving in your spare time. Yeah, and all these you have things are going to happen. Yeah, yes. that's the word. Like you have to keep moving. Like if you're going to stay, like don't stay stuck in a place expecting things to happen yeah. for you. You have like, to move. And yeah. especially well, sometimes when people pray and they ask for things, they don't really take a step towards it. They just be and like, so, okay, yeah. God, I'm waiting. Yeah. Like, okay, I need you to move your feet. Right. It's a two-way. Yeah. It's yeah. a relationship. It's like a machine, you know, like everybody has its part mm-hmm. to make the end goal work. So it's just about that doing your job and doing the legwork of whatever, you know, like the door is already open for you if you 
don't walk through the door, that's up to you. But yeah. you can't be mad or say, you know, God doesn't love me or I'm not blessed, whatever. Yeah. You're already blessed yeah. and the door's already open for you. You just have to walk towards it and mm-hmm. walk and to go seek it and find it and knock on it. Faith and, without work. Yeah. Is yeah. <laughs> Honestly. So. Yeah. so let's talk about the Legacy of Beauty event, yeah. March 25th. Mikey is going to be... Co-starring in there too. I don't know that about starring. Yes, you they are. Got, they got me in the beginning just to yell at everybody and say, let's go on, 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 on. Let's go. But you know. I've heard so much about the event. Yourself, Crystal Jordan from Enchanted PR yes. and uh, Kells the Stylist yeah, came together yeah. with this huge vision of empowering women in mm-hmm. the beauty industry. So just talk to us a little bit about your role in that and yeah. what people can expect from you at yeah, the Yeah, well, the event is going to be amazing. It's something that I thought of myself and Kels thought of. And when she reached out to me, she's like, I had this idea, like, let's meet up. And I was talking to my other friend about, like, doing a brunch for people in beauty. And when me and Kels met up, she was telling me about this. I was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I was just thinking about this. It's like another divine time yeah. moment. We came together and we're talking about empowering people in the beauty industry because there's really nothing like it. There's nothing like Legacy of Beauty. There's nothing, yeah. there's no brunches geared towards people just who, beauty. Yeah, yeah, are aspiring to be in beauty or just beauty professionals to come together. And a lot of times within the industry, it's like crabs in a barrel. You know, people don't necessarily want to share or they don't want to pass jobs. They don't yeah. want to network with us. Everybody's competing against one another. So we just want to break that ice of like competition and embrace collaboration with each other because together we can accomplish so, so much, much more. more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. We're big believers in that because we give, you know, for our hair company yeah. and we start a lot of hair companies, we really do give them the path to mm-hmm. success, mm-hmm. Yeah. but it's really up to that person to take the path and take these steps Yeah, because that's one of our, I honestly think it's one of the things that made us very successful in the industry is like, we don't mind telling people and sharing information yeah. because yeah. the industry, we've talked about it for years, mm-hmm. how closed the industry yeah. is. It's no like one wants hush. to introduce someone yeah. to someone right. else. <laughs> Who's your plug? Right. And blah, blah, blah. People like, are selling vendors. Yeah. Like, oh, don't even bring that And then that when I moved here, me. it was like on another level. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wait, yeah. what's the name of your salon again? Uh, it's called Stush. Stush? <laughs> and, you know, I might have talked to her about this a little before, but I would love for everybody to know what exactly that means. <laughs> so, stish <laughs> is a Jamaican colloquialism that, and it's also used in like the UK. Yeah. So it's like kind of like a slang for people who are a little bougie or, <laughs> you know, chic. It doesn't always have to be bad, but yeah. a lot of people who are kind of like bougie and they, you know, they come in and they're just like really stish and like proper and, you know. I literally I, I want a hat or a t-shirt a that says that so bad. <laughs> I mean, so bad. We're going to come in here next week and Mike's yeah. going to have a hat on this. There's <laughs> a good chance, actually, because I will do it. Hey, don't trademark. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Oh, if it's trademark, you can just bring me the hat. Yeah, I'll bring, cool. bring you guys some. Yeah, that's, that's all good. I'll yeah. wear it. I'll wear it on the next. When you see me like that on the next episode, you guys will know. What's up, Jamaica? Right. <laughs> What's up, Jamaica? Yeah. Mikey's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so what else can we expect? at the Legacy of Beauty event. Yeah, so we have, I don't know if everybody's talked about our panelists, but we have some amazing women that are going to be on the panel who have like developed amazing brands. It's just going to be great. I'm so excited. On my part, I'm just coming there for encouraging other people, really, to just keep going and not to quit. Because I think that's so important, especially 
in this industry, it can be up and down. Like everything is not always on, on high. On, on, Yeah, on. <laughs> it's really not. And so like we do get those great jobs that are like, oh my God, yes. And there are times where it's like, okay, it's slow. So, you know, just like being able to stay in there and be inventive as well at the same time and always like reinventing yourself, recreating, staying in that creative space is so important, I think. And being willing to like adjust and move. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the brunch is going to be good. We have <laughs> Jessica Dupart. She's been all over Instagram with her miracle drops. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have Dr. Elisa. She's a board-certified plastic surgeon. So she's coming in to talk about her aspect of beauty because that's an untapped aspect as well, which I'm trying to get into. It's like the med spa arena. Yeah. And we have Danielle James is our moderator from Hello Beauty. Mm -hmm. So they'll be there and she'll be speaking with the hosts. We have Miss Shekinah from 107. Oh, uh, Miss Shanika. Yeah, 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 yeah. Miss Shanika <laughs> from 107 down here yeah, on the radio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be really good. Yeah. 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 It sounds like it's going to be a lot of amazing mm -hmm. women in the building. Yeah. And everybody who attends the Legacy of Beauty event, I'm sure, will leave with something. Yeah, they something. will leave with whatever, something. Whatever Absolutely. they came there for, they're going to get that plus more. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited for you ladies. And real quick event. with that, before we move on to the next subject, you guys are also have talked about moving this to different cities yeah, as well, right? we have. We have. Yeah, okay. so we're in the works of, you know, figuring out the logistics for that in which city. A lot of people are requesting to come to their city. We have people wanting us to come to Delaware and like Philadelphia and Houston. So we're just going to figure out the logistics. This is our inaugural one. So yep. after we, you know, see how everything goes, we're going to kick off with it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. So you talked about before um, purpose mm -hmm. and how, you know, when you do makeup, you do it because women feel beautiful mm -hmm. and attaching it to purpose versus just a paycheck. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about your nonprofit organization here in oh, Atlanta. A little baby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so my nonprofit is called Queens That Serve. Initially, I started Queens That Serve to serve people that were in hospitals and like beautify them and mm -hmm. bring like light and joy to them. But it also branched out to serving young women, specifically like teenagers. Right now we're doing like a prom drive. So we have our queen teen initiative and we're collecting prom dresses. So if anybody has any like formal dresses they want to donate um, and we're sending a group of girls who are suffering from homelessness, we're sending them to prom like fully decked out. Makeup, hair, everything. It. Who's giving them all the hair? Oh, are you supplying? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would be yeah, I mean, we do that stuff like not as often as I want, but, yeah. you know, we work with cancer patients for, you know, certain things or okay. whatever. But yeah, we've done something with Zakiris Foundation before. But oh, wow. Yeah. That would so, be a blessing. Yeah. Yeah, for great. sure. So okay. let's talk after this about, yeah. you know, how we can work together on that. That would okay. be great. Yeah. yeah. Thank there you. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> so when did yeah. um, you get started with the foundation? So I got started in 2013. So I started in New York. And the first time we did the prom drive was that year. And then I moved and like things got like, and at that point it wasn't a 501c3. So I finally finalized that last year. Congratulations. Which, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so that was exciting. And so I really have a passion. It's changing now because there's a high sex trafficking mm -hmm. crazy Atlanta. down here yeah, 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 in Atlanta. Is, and I had no idea. Mm -hmm. And so I want to eventually open up like a rescue home or like a restoration house for women or girls who have like endured that to just kind of like come and like 
be healed, you yeah. know, and yeah. then like move on with life. So I really want to help with that and domestic violence and just help healing other women. Because, I mean, we've all been through things in life, but, you know, nobody deserves to be treated like that. No. So, no one. Nobody. So I want to, and beauty is a part of that because sometimes people don't feel beautiful after they've been in traumatic situations. So I really want to address those who have gone through different types of trauma in their lives. And so, yeah. Yeah, I think healing on the inside is needed. But when you add that, you know, splash of beauty to the outside, it just makes you feel good. Like, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm beautiful on the inside, but Mm -hmm. I look beautiful too. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So what are some of your favorite makeup products that you swear by? Like, if you had to... (laughs) Yeah, I'm so not a makeup junkie. No? (laughs) No, because I like to try new things. Okay, Like, I'm like, you know, I like to explore to see, like, what's good, so... Well, when you first started, you said you would go to CVS, well, your mom went to CVS. Well, yeah, yeah. Are you still getting CVS? No, I don't. Or are, you, are we talking a little bit more professional CBS, products Yes, like I'll get like sponges if I'm running out. But my favorite, oh, okay. So my favorite are Alcone sponges. Okay. They're very dense and I just love them. I'm not like a beauty blender person. I find that it like kind of absorbs all the makeup. Mm, yeah, okay. I'm kind of like how Sam Fine, Sam Fine still uses the triangular wedges. Oh, yeah, And yeah, Sam yeah. Fine is like the pioneer of like, makeup artistry. I don't even know if like the young people know that, <laughs> but like he is like the original godfather. And so I just prefer using those sponges. That's probably like my staple product that I really love. The I love NARS. Too. Oh yeah. I just started yeah. using their foundation and I love it. Yeah. I yeah, love, I love it, it too. <laughs> but if you have oily skin, it can kind of get your skin a little oily. Yeah. My skin is dry. So Okay. So it's perfect for you. Yeah. So it gives you a nice glow. <laughs> yeah. I do like Makeup Forever. I think their products are pretty solid. Before, you know, Fenty came out, they did have a uh, wider yeah. range for everybody. So, I mean, <laughs> out of all the other brands, I do like Armani's foundation for like a skin kind of like dewy mm-hmm. texture. What else? I like Inglot. They are a Swedish brand, I believe. I've heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. So I love their eyeliner. It's called 77. It's really dark and black, and it's like a gel liner. I love that. I'm not a big MAC fan. I do like their lipsticks. Well, I like certain things from MAC. Yeah, yeah. So I like lipsticks from MAC. I like their brow pencils, some of them. I do like their, like, mineralizer skin finish mm-hmm. powder. And that's about it. Yeah. I don't really do their foundation. It, like, me breaks either. out I a lot of people's I used to, skin. but it broke me yeah. out so bad. So I don't even bother. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, so. What about hair products? Oh, hair products. Yeah. What hair products oh. do you, like, swear by? Hmm. <laughs> I like the Kenrick Hairs wax stick. Uh-huh. That's pretty good. I like Giovanni. I use that in my salon for shampoo and conditioner. I just find that it does really well with all hair textures and especially natural hair. It just kind of like gives it a nice sheen and shine and like healthy like glow to it. <laughs> so I like that. I love Joyco. Um, I like Joyco color as well. I find that it moisturizes the hair. I like Swarskoff. I like their lighteners, their Blonde Me lighteners. I like the main choice metabolism oh, yeah. hair growth. Uh, yeah, pills. yeah, yeah. I like those. Those are good. But other than that, I'm not like, I'm not a super product junkie. Product junkie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I like things that work and I kind of stick to them. So. Yeah. Have you ever thought of starting your own line of products, like yeah. beauty products or yeah, you know, yeah. So, makeup? Yeah, I would like to do that. I'm in the process of starting like a lip line. So maybe I can talk I can talk to you yeah, guys yeah. about <laughs> other stuff. But I make like my own like organic body butters and like tub teas and stuff like that. When that's called silk and spice. Mm-hmm. So it has like natural like I'm like 
low-key an Erica Badu person. <laughs> like, <laughs> super glam, yeah. too. So, like, I'm so, like, into teas and, like, herbs and, like, yeah. stuff like that. So, it's I'm, so like, stush. one of those. Yeah, I'm, like, one of those people. <laughs> I'm so stiff. My crazy. <laughs> so, where can people find the Silk and Spice? The Silk and Spice, we're on um, Instagram. I will relaunch, actually. So, this website is silkandspice.co. Mm-hmm. That's the website. So, I have things up there as well. But I'm going to come out with, like, a new line for the spring. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, And then you talked a little bit about coming out with some courses. Yeah. Talk about what people can expect, you know, how it's going to be different. Mm -hmm. Just tell us a little bit about what those courses are. Well, these courses will be geared towards... Well, I can't specify, actually. No. I'll say <laughs> there. I'll do courses for women who want to know how to do their own makeup, like mm-hmm. everyday women, because a lot of women just don't, and they don't know what to put on. Yeah. You know, they're like, I don't know. I just walk out the house or whatever. <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> just wake but, up and yeah, go. Yeah, <laughs> but they want to do makeup. It's just that they don't know how to. And then, like, a lot of women brag that they don't wear makeup. It's just because they don't know how to. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, if you knew how to, you probably would do yeah. it, you know? It's not that... You know, whatever. So just helping women, like, know how to do their own face under 10 minutes. I meet, like, I have a lot of women that are, like, moms who are busy. Mm-hmm. And they don't have time to put on, like, a full beat. You know, they just want to know how to do their makeup in 10 minutes yeah. without their kids running around, like, <laughs> being get crazy. these eyebrows together. Yeah, <laughs> so I'll have courses for them. And then courses for, like, upcoming, like, professionals in the beauty industry. Like, maybe students who are graduating from cosmetology, cosmetology? school. Because yeah. they don't really teach you how to do makeup Mm-mm. there they just teach you like basics so just going in depth about just having different modules like how to do and set etiquette like that's a big thing uh, yeah. a lot of people don't know how to operate on set and they don't have any etiquette like this you know it's not the same thing as just I don't know wherever people yeah. are <laughs> like you have to be a certain kind of way you have to have certain kind of things in your kit for set so just being prepared with like little details like that I think would be really helpful for people that'll be really good yeah, yeah. we're gonna look out for those courses yeah, um, yeah. make sure we keep so, everybody up to date where yeah. they can find them at let's go back to cosmetology school mm-hmm. so you talked about the cosmetology school that you went to and a lot of times they don't teach you like how to do sew-ins mm-hmm. or how to do quick weaves and stuff so is that something that you learned on your own yeah uh, it's something I learned on my own but I prefer to do make wigs okay yeah, yeah. so I'm not like a I'm not a big sewing fan because gotcha. for my hair personally it like thins my hair out mm-hmm. so I found that like you part wigs may be a little bit better for yeah. me or like just making a whole wig. Wigs so, are taking over. Yeah, okay. they really are. And it's something that I've always liked to do. It's yeah. just kind of like relaxing for me. So I opt to do that. And just being able to take care of your hair underneath because I'm more concerned about like healthy hair mm-hmm. underneath. Because yeah. a lot of people like they'll have like traction alopecia and like they don't have any hair once they take the hair out. So it's just like you don't want to be that person. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so come in, like take the wig off, like let's get you a deep condition, like get that together. But yeah, and hair school my education on like doing coarse texture hair was watching good hair bad hair from chris brown um, oh chris chris rock Rock. yeah yeah yeah. so we watched that video and that was like our education really yeah and i was like oh my god yeah it was bad so and of course i said something but like they didn't care 
I mean, because that's just like how it is. Yeah. But I think it's important to know how to do all texture hair. So I have an advantage because I can do all textures. So my clients aren't don't just look like me. Like I have clients who are Caucasian. I have clients who are Indian, Asian. So I'm able to do... I'm able to be in places other people can't who only limit themselves to doing sewing. Yeah. So I think it's important to be able to learn like a broad array of skills because you'll be able to go on sets for like CNN or, you know, that's where I want to go. Yeah. So I'm going to speak that. (laughs) You'll be there. You'll be there. But you'll be able to get to those places because you know how to do the hair. And so you may not learn how to do sewing in cosmetology school, but you'll learn how to do a round brush blowout. And that might take you someplace that doing a sewing can't, you know? So a lot of people know how to do so before they even get to cosmetology yeah, exactly. school. Yeah, so exactly. Like, like, they have yeah. all practice yeah. on their friends and yeah. whatnot. Yeah, that's and, so know. true. Yeah. yeah, so it's like something you can pick up and practice and learn. Yeah. Even YouTube, you know. Uh, we'll YouTube you. University. Yeah. <laughs> I started wearing so. wigs like some months ago and yeah. I don't think I would ever go back to getting a sewing again. Yeah, it's, it's kind of convenient. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sewed on, take Right, like, and you'd be free at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like, like if I were to just walk around with my little set it off braids, I could do that. Yes, that is so, so, yeah, yeah, I love wigs now. Mikey, you'll never get me to put Erickson just in my hair again. What is sewing? <laughs> I don't know about that. We'll see. I don't know. We'll um, see. But yeah. yeah, so tell people how they can find you on social media, your website, salon location, all of that. Okay, so my salon is located off of Roswell Road. So we're in the heart of Sandy Springs slash North Buckhead. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. between Chastain Park and 285. Mm-hmm. And it's called Stush Beauty Lounge. That's S-T-U-S-H Beauty Lounge. And that's also our Instagram. My personal Instagram is XO Larissa Vaughn. And so that's L-A-R-I-S-S-A-V-O-N um, with the XO in front of it. My personal like website is Larissa Vaughn Artiste. I'm rebranding that, so it will be XO Larissa Vaughn very shortly. But that has all my like work on it, like my portfolio stuff. Yeah. And that's <laughs> oh, and Queens That Serve, if you want to donate or yes. get involved with Queens That Serve and like our mission, we're queensthatserve.org and also Queens That Serve on Instagram yep, and so Facebook. Make sure if you guys want to donate, gently use prom dresses or anything yeah. that you have that they can use for their prom drive. Make sure you reach out to them on Instagram or visit her website as well. But before we go, really quick, just give us one tip for you know that young lady that may be wanting to get into the hair industry mm-hmm. and she doesn't know where to start or you know she's just kind of scared to just jump out there. What's one thing that you would tell her? I think you should study the game before you jump in it. And I think that's just important to whatever you do, like study it before you jump in, because before you get on the court, you need to know what's going on in the game. (laughs) You need to know who the players are. You need to know what team is what team. So, and a lot of people don't want to study the game. They just want to jump in and be on Instagram and say that they're in the (laughs) game, you know, but it's like study it before you you try to jump in. And that means serving. That means being an assistant. That means going out and helping. And I think that's a, like a key law. Yeah. It's all, I'll be coming out with a book with that. Like okay, book. Different <laughs> laws of like manifesting your dreams yeah. because a lot of people skip over that. A lot of people don't want to serve. They don't want to be a servant. They mm-hmm. don't want to assist somebody. And so you have to assist somebody before you can get to where it is that you want to go. Yeah. Like you have to sow those kinds of seeds. You have to sow. So your when way to the like top. <laughs> my first job ever was being a salon assistant. I was like 15. And so 
I was doing the salon assistant work, but I saw like how to run a salon, you know? And then I, when I graduated from college, I, oh my God, I was working in corporate America for like a month and I hated it. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. And like, I was like, I ended up getting a job with Mac and I had been trying to get a job with Mac for like years and it just didn't work out because I was still in school and it just wasn't the right timing. But I finally graduated and I was like, yeah, I'm going to work for Mac. So I quit the job at the, it's like an admin job Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, in corporate. I was like, I got to wear suits. I I didn't like it. I just felt so uncomfortable. So like, don't, don't ever go against the grain because like a lot of people hate their jobs and they just stay there. But like, you either can stay there and like still work on your dream or you can just leave and like faith it out, you know, and figure it out and take that leap of faith. So I'm the one who was a little radical and just like <laughs> left. And I was like, well, I'll figure it out. And things happen. So I ended up working at another salon assisting two stylists. And this was in D.C. And so I learned and this was a bigger salon. So it was cool to like assist them. And I got to like watch them and learn different things from them. So it's just important to like learn from other people, I think, and humbling yourself enough to want to learn and to want to serve and like assist somebody else in order to get where you want to go. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say, definitely a lot of new stylists need to be a little bit more humble. Yeah. Because they think they have this huge following or something, maybe beforehand. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like not from hair, but bikinis on the beach or something. And then all of a sudden they're stylists or something and they know everything. And like, (laughs) pump the brakes a little bit. You really need to learn this stuff first. Yeah, absolutely. Else, you know, you could open your salon and all this stuff. And then next thing you know, like business just isn't that easy. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. And it's a totally different ballgame, like yeah, business sure. and like building. So I'm in the process of like building my stuff yeah. and building my brand. And like, it's a different aspect than what I was used to because I was always the artist. I yeah. was never like the salon owner. So now I'm stepping into this role of like trying to find like the adequate staff. Like, because I mean, in Atlanta, it's everybody is their own boss here. Yeah. So it's <laughs> hard to find the right people, but they will come. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I think people are so used to instant gratification. It's Absolutely. like when you get into something, yeah. you have to go through the process or right. it won't be sustainable. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, right. And those things are temporary. And so it's either you want to build something that's going to have longevity yeah. or something that's going to be temporary. Yeah, and crash. It's either, yeah, you're a one hit wonder or you're, you know, you yeah, Beyonce. Like so. a, a lot of these rappers or some rappers, you know, <laughs> right. they have these one hit wonders and then you never Yeah, hear and from then they're gone. Because it's, you know, they skip levels. Right. Right, exactly. Max out the level where yeah. you are and keep going and yeah. going until you make it to the top. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's hard. It's hard staying where you're at when you feel like you should be over there. Yeah. Like increasing in level, but it's the process. Yeah. You can't skip the process. And yep, if you skip the process, it's it. not <laughs> gonna be yeah, it's not gonna be the way you want it to be. Yeah. Or you're not gonna receive everything that you deserve or is for you when you try to skip the process or like take shortcuts. It's gonna set you back even further. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that would be my advice. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well yeah. thank you so much, Larissa Vaughn, for hanging thank out you. with us today on Hairbiz Radio. Make sure you guys follow her on Instagram, check out her salon, her foundation, and then if you get a chance, stop by Legacy of Beauty yes. and check out what these wonderful, amazing women are talking about. Thank you so much for sharing yes, your wisdom with us you. today. We truly appreciate it. Mikey. Yeah, I think everyone needs to make sure they also subscribe to Hair Biz Radio if yeah. you haven't already. <laughs> iTunes and yes. Stitcher. And one last thing I would like to say is make sure you stay stush. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> Hashtag so stish. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for coming. That was fun.